always, always gone, always gone black screen. Oh man, it's crazy. <laughs> and the wires getting all tangled up. Uh, this is stressful. <laughs> right, you're the left. Back on top of everything. Pardon? Get on spec savers. The problem is, is that oh no, wait, what am I doing? I can't have the window. Yeah, no, yes. the problem is, is that put a black letter on a black background. Never. Comfy, and then I've got up and it's ruined it. Are we good? Yes. And welcome to chapter three of the second coming of the Bible. That's actually what it's called now. If you look at the album artwork, it actually says, so yeah, we're not doing chapter 28 now. This is chapter three of the second coming. You get it? You happy with that? Yes. Yeah. Uh, my name is Richard. Each week I'm joined by my nearest and dearest. And we sit down and have a chat about things that have come to our mind. This could be anything at all. It could be something funny, something that's angered us, or something that we just find quite interesting. Or, as I've said to everyone before, just something to kick off a discussion. Uh, this week, I am joined by... Tom. And... Hey, man. And uh, we did not draw lots before. Something I keep forgetting to do that we have to do now. <laughs> so... <laughs> Tom doesn't have a topic this week, which is fine. It's not a problem. Me and Phelan are going to carry the show. Me and Phelan need to do rock, paper, scissors to see who's going to talk first. Now, there might be a bit of a delay on this, so this is going to be interesting. So we're going to go one, two, three, go, okay? But seeing as your back's to me, Tom's going to have to call it. You can see. I can see you. You can see me, right? Yeah, I do. better yeah, I just toss the coin. I can see you. Yeah, if we got a coin, that would be easier. Uh, we haven't got a coin. Shut the fuck up. Ready? <laughs> Pleasant. <laughs> Just do what I say. Here we go. He hasn't even got his fist up. Okay, there we go. One, two, three, go. I win. Right. Win. So, so this week, Phelan is going first. So... <laughs> Was there any point in that? Well, yeah, because now we decided who goes first. <laughs> Feeling, what did you want to talk about this week? I'm just going to shake my head. Um, I thought I would talk about my name, seeing as the fact that I actually have a first name that most people may or may not know. So I'm pretty sure we've discussed this at some point. Like last week, I'm pretty sure I introduced you. Yeah, but I thought I'd go into a little bit like talk to you guys because you know well i've known you rich for like 20 some odd years and i've known tom for a, about 15 so old yes we are very old yeah i definitely yeah, feel know, old you know. i've got i've got gray hair in my beard and i've got gray hair in my head so that signifies i'm getting that's out. if those are the only two places you have gray hair then i think you're doing all right mate mm. yeah last time i checked so my arms are sunburned so i can tell you if i've got gray hair there or not um, but yeah, Great chest hair and everything. I don't have chest hair. Well, not much of it anyway. Oh, yeah, because I'm so manly. I wax it. Ooh. <laughs> no, fuck that. That's going to hurt. Look at my pecs. Ooh. We're not all hairy silverback gorillas like you, Rich. Hey, man, just, you know, if it works for them, then it works for me, all right? The greyer you are, the higher up the hierarchy you are. So. <laughs> There's gorillas, we just said. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah, sorry. At least that's what you tell yourself to make yourself feel better. <laughs> One day I'll be cool. I'm not even sure any of us tried, but still. Um, but yeah, I thought I'd go on about 
the fact that everybody calls me by my surname and talk and have a see if you can remember where it started from because somebody asked me at work the other day um why when i was talking to one of my friends they kept referring to me as feeling because i was talking to my loudspeaker when i was sat on my lunch break and they were like why do they call you by your surname cool as fuck that's why and and i was just like it's just something that's always been done you know it's how most people know me and the fact that that's what you're looking at me you're looking at me like what and I'm, I'm, I'm gonna say, give me, give me an instance where it's not been cool to call someone by their surname, McLean, McBain, um, uh, Butch is probably a nickname, but Butch, you know, it's fucking Ripley, you know, it's, it's cool as fuck to call someone by their surname rather than just as long as they got a good surname. I mean, if your surname is Ramsbottom, shitu. Bottom. Uh, those are yeah okay. But anyway, I mean, Feelings a pretty badass surname, so you're all right on that front. I think that that's fine. But anyway, yeah, sorry. It's a bit late if it wasn't, since it's pretty much stuck with me all the way through. And it's you know, it's how my in-laws are known. There's the whole famous scene when I signed on to play uh, men's football at 16, and they asked me what my name was, uh, what my surname was, and they accidentally ended up signing me up as Feeling Feeling, which is always Feeling Feeling. <laughs> Yeah, I was oh, registered man. at the Sussex County FA as that, rather amusingly. <laughs> level, level, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I just thought I'd um, bring it up and see what your memories were of it. First and foremost, tell the people what is your first name. It is Michael. Or Mike. Don't like Mick. Anybody who calls me Mick, they, they, they get glared at. I hate that. Do you not like Michael, then? Uh, I prefer Mike, personally. Corrected yourself very quickly. Yeah. Like, Michael, Mike. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'm known as to anybody outside of people I kind of grew up with. I'm known as Mike. I very don't think I've ever been called Michael. At least not that I could remember. My parents may have done, but that's so... I'm pretty sure the only time... The only time we would ever call you Michael is when we were knocking for you. <laughs> and asking, can Michael come out to play? You know, don't you don't really say feeling to parents because a I know that they didn't like it. Uh, B, my mum used to shut the door on people. Yeah, yeah, she mum wasn't the most affable of people. No, she definitely was not. Didn't have a lot of time for anyone. It seemed. <laughs> no, Dad, that is- wasn't exactly either. <laughs> he he was pretty um short. Well, I remember. <laughs> Your parents were scary, man. They, no one liked knocking for feeling. We would always be like, no, it's your turn. No, it's your turn. It's your turn. Um, yeah. So, plus, I guess you, you don't really say it's feeling there in a house full of feelings because... <laughs> I mean, I open the door. Of course I'm here, sh- stupid idiot, and shut the door again. <laughs> but, um, yeah... Are you sure you were introduced to me as feeling? I mean, honestly, I cannot remember. I honestly can't remember either, but I'm I'm fairly certain that Wayne would have introduced you to me as feeling. I don't know, because I met you playing football for the... the I first met you playing football for the school. Yeah. In, yeah. I, forgot, I forgot my gloves. That's right, yeah. I happen to have a spare pair in my bag. I remember that. Speaking of that quickly, wasn't playing football for the school pants. Oh, it was awful. We sucked. And it was a bunch of individuals trying to play football. It's worse than the PSG team right now. I'm <laughs> Scathing. Uh, uh, comparing the PSG team to the ICC team <laughs> in the same sentence. <laughs> <laughs> but I was saying that I remember... Um, like in the four years that I was there and we and we were signed up to the football team, I remember playing two games. I think I played three times. I remember playing at home against someone and then we went to St. Wilfrid's to play St. Wilfrid's and, and, and he played me at left back. But wasn't that also the... I, I thought that was a game that me, you and one other split like 90 minutes between us. That, maybe that was another game. Could have been but I remember that I I was I was terrible in goal. 
Oh, I remember that. I think the nerves got the better of me, and I was just, I was just appalling. I was standing like two yards off my line, and I got lobbed. Which, for a bit of context, Richard has always very, has always been very, very tall. I was just about to say I was probably at least six foot tall by this point. I would say. Are we? Uh, this would have been what fourteen, something like that. Yeah, because I always remember being at school as as you and Wayne, and even like Weston for Steve for a lesser degree. You were all taller than me, and I was very much the short person of the group. I think even Russell at one point was taller than me as well. I said he's not particularly tall. No. But yeah, no, I was. I, I must have been at least six foot by this point. I'm sure. Um, and yeah, I got lobbed on my line, which was. Then I remember playing one other game at St. Wilfrid's where I played left back. And again, I wasn't great in that game either because A, back in my entire life, and <laughs> and B, I was up against a kid that used to bully me at middle school. Ooh. He was very much in my head and I didn't really want to go. Didn't really want to go near him. Nowadays, I'd probably be the guy that puts in a two-footed challenge on him from behind when he doesn't even have the ball and say, oh, sorry, late challenge, I apologise. But <laughs> but back then, I was really meek, so I just didn't want to go near him. So he pretty much had the entirety of the left wing to uh, the, his right wing to himself, basically, because I, I wasn't going to challenge him, basically. So, yeah. Yeah, just strange. I think the last game I played for the school, I got injured. I'd come out for a one-on-one -on -one and I got two-footed in the knee. And then when I tried to stand up, I crumpled back to the deck. And the PE teacher slash coach was like, you can make it through to halftime. I think there was like 10 minutes left or something. And then I tried to kick the ball out of my hand and it just, I just lay on the floor crying my eyes out because it hurt so much. Standards of the 90s, eh? <laughs> Child protection. <laughs> Give him the sponge. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, just walk it off. Walk it off. You, it. Your leg's still in one piece. Walk it off. <laughs> yeah, I, I remember our school was terrible for sports. Like I am, um, yeah. I, I, I swear, in four years, I was I was with the football team, the rugby team, and the basketball team. Now, for the football team, I'm pretty sure I only remember playing two games in four years. Rugby team, I'm pretty sure I remember having three training sessions. Four years and then for the basketball team I don't even remember having a training session maybe this was just me maybe they, were, they didn't tell me when they were on and they were just like no nah, there's no training this week now I remember with the rugby team we had training sessions because they they come out of our glorified PE when we did rugby at that time of year because um, I remember running a kid over as well which was highly amusing like I ran Muhammad over he tried to like just stood in front of me, so I just bowled over him. But basketball team, I don't think we ever had one. I don't ever remember. I think it was the first ever meetup where you know everyone signed up and everything like that. The first one, yeah, great. And then I don't ever remember another training session the whole time I was there. But I don't know if that was our school or just our year because we weren't the most athletically gifted year that I remember rightly. It was always kind of the same people that were all that were trying. In every single club, yeah. Yeah, because yeah. even the cricket team didn't even last that long, did it? I don't think they ever, they ever did a game. I was not signed up to the cricket team, so I don't know. I, I knew for a fact I was not good at cricket. Uh, I, I wasn't very good at basketball either, but maybe with training I could have been. I mean, I was tall, so. Yeah. That generally ticks a box for one thing, with basketball anyway. Maybe if they'd given me the time of day. You were tall. Still am. Yeah, that's what you said there. You were you was tall. But I mean, at that age, I was like one of the tallest kids in the school and I was in year eight. So, you know, you would have thought they would have looked at that and gone, we can do something here. But no, apparently not. Nothing. No. Not even one training. But like I said, maybe it was just me. They, they didn't want me to come. But then, I, I mean, I, I would not say I'm unathletic. I mean, I mean, I'm not the best, but I'm not like someone you look at and go, tell him we train on a Friday and hope he never shows up on a Wednesday. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not that kid, am I? You could do something with me. Yeah. Like I said, I was already like two foot taller than everyone else. I'm sure if a, a like a year eight basketball team, I would have been pretty decent. <laughs> 
you'd have, we'd have looked intimidating off the bus when they see us on the court. Maybe not, but you know that intimidation factor first thing. But do you not remember playing some of those schools and all of those kids were taller than us? No, I don't remember playing any games for rugby or basketball. No, I mean just the football, just playing football. Like all the kids. Were- oh, football! Yeah, they looked huge. Yeah. It was like, I'm sure we're playing year 10s here or something. These are not year eights, you know. Like Some people have like full-on beards and stuff, you know. Yeah. <laughs> they feed them differently. Sure yeah. Are you sure you're 13 and, you know, supposed to be in this year group? <laughs> yeah, mate, I've got my birth certificate to prove it, innit? <laughs> Look, I'm sick and tired of telling you this. I had the same argument with my wife and kids the other day. I'm 13, all right? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I just I just remember our school being so bad with with athletics and stuff. It just yeah. Because even in the sports days, it was like the same kind of group of people from each tutor that were doing all of the events. I hated sports days. I hate athletics. You know, I hate running. Running for just running sake has always been like a punishment for me. I, I know you love it, but like my idea of hell, like if there is a hell and I'm going there. I am going to be running a marathon every day for the rest of my life in cold, blistering, driving rain. That's that's what hell is going to be like for me. Well, going to be in great shape, but the reason why I was a goalkeeper is because I hated to run as a kid. Problem was is that growing up playing football, running was always used as a punishment. Yes, that is true. You no, know, you guys aren't listening. Give me two laps of the field, and it's like, oh, for God, I didn't do anything wrong. I was listening. <laughs> so, like there was something in my head that just became. If I start running, then my brain is like, what did I do wrong? I didn't do nothing wrong. Why are we being punished? That's always a hump I've never managed to quite get over. That psychological hump, running as a punishment. Yeah, feeling. Um, I honestly can't remember. I. I I don't remember the fact that the first time we ever met was at the football world. Or we would have met before that. No, not that I, not that I can remember. It was literally the, the first time I remember seeing you was at the football because we were both trying out in goal. And I remember thinking to myself, there is no way I'm going to get ahead of this guy. He's like already six foot, can just stand there and put his hand up and touch the crossbar. Whereas I've got to leap like Superman to get, <laughs> to get that high. And that was the case in our first game. And come the second game, feelings in goal, and I'm at left back. So there you go. Yeah. Tell you how bad a first game I was. I don't know whether like nerves got to me or something. You saw me in like you saw me in games like that we played after that. You know, I wasn't I wasn't that bad. <laughs> Fairly decent. I remember like the the games, the big games that we had, like like this street versus this street kind of thing down at Rusper. Yeah, like, we'd always take it in turns to go in goal. We did, yeah. To be fair, and then there was the game uh, what, that we played at McDonald's where John went in goal, and you and me were centre backs, and we just dominated that game. You you mean John's Hollywood save that brought like cheers and pats on the back for everyone, and me and you stood there and went, "Fuck off!" <laughs> Why didn't you catch it? <laughs> <laughs> you could have just stepped to your left and catch that. Getting off topic again. I, I took, I le- legally uh, cleaned out a McDonald's manager that I didn't like, so that was always good fun. <laughs> I remember that. Matt, wasn't it? Yeah. I went, literally ran from one side of the pitch to the other to take that guy out. Wipe him out. <laughs> yeah, because you didn't like him. <laughs> Play on an AstroTurf as well, so, you know. Or do we got to do? Supposedly so, yeah, apparently. I took, I had an opportunity. It was legitimate. I took the ball first. I made sure I took the ball first. What happened afterwards was just momentum from the AstroTurf. Just left a little bit on him. That was all, you know. <laughs> it's not my fault he broke his leg. <laughs> it was more than a little bit, I think. But Wasn't that the same day that we had the panda that we'd borrowed from someone that you crushed, destroyed almost? It didn't destroy. I broke the suspension on it. That was all. It was... Say an actual panda? No, a Fiat panda. Yeah, borrowed it. We borrowed it from a guy we worked with, and it had me, John, um, and this other guy called Sean, who were all clear of six foot, um, (laughs) squeezed into this tiny little car, and then feeling in the back seat, just like it's fine. (laughs) There's plenty of room in here, Um, and then we were just driving around. So we used it to drive to the game because otherwise we couldn't get there. Otherwise, Um, it was in Horsham, wasn't it? 
Awesome, yeah. And I remember I didn't actually have a full license, but I was the only one who was doing driving lessons. <laughs> Beelan could ride a motorbike, but I don't, he couldn't drive a car at that point. No, so. not at that point, no. Um, yeah, we, we went to the game. We had a stonking game. And then we were driving around celebrating a little bit afterwards, playing Bangra music, because that was the guy was Sri Lankan. Ah, okay. Eight players. So we were playing the Bangra music. And, um, and I, you know, that roundabout at the end of um, the Charwood Road, as you, you know, so... You know, as you're coming down from Astral Towers and the roundabout at the bottom and you turn right, yeah, if you go straight on yeah, down that, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that mini roundabout dips down like that into the roundabout and then comes up. And I didn't know that. And I was going over, I was going right. It's a bit quick as well, if I remember rightly. <laughs> this can neither be confirmed nor denied. Uh, <laughs> none of this is admissible in court. Um, statute of limitations um, and yeah I, I turned into the roundabout and because you're taught on your lessons you know oh you can use the mini roundabout a little bit you don't have to go round it and know that this one had a massive dip in it and I hit the roundabout like with the front wheel fully turned and may have been slightly in excess of what they should have been Um. And it just went like that. And the steering wheel just went really loose in my hands. And the wheels started wobbling. And we were like, I, I think we're done for the night. <laughs> we went back to McDonald's, dropped the keys off and went, cheers, mate. Everything's great. And just left. <laughs> found out a week later. <laughs> he was driving along and the wheel fell off. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was just. And did you uh, own up to this? No, I don't. No. I don't think. So. <laughs> so, <laughs> we were just like, shit, what happened? Oh, my God. And there's me sitting there going. I must say, the acting was an Oscar winning performance because we all felt like, whoa, mate, I heard about your car. <laughs> not kind of weird, not, you know, letting on the fact that Richard was recorded around now. about. It was just generally driving and the wheel fell off, apparently. Like, the whole wheel came off. And uh, and he was just like, oh, my car, it's so bad. It's so terrible. Was it was it a problem when you drove? And I'm like, nah, mate, it was fine. I don't know what the problem was, man. <laughs> it was quite funny. Did feel a little bit guilty, I'm not going to lie. Oh, yeah, horribly guilty. But also remembering the fact that I'm 17 and I don't have that much money and I don't want to pay to get a whole front end replaced. Don't want to go home and tell your mum that you'd uh, destroyed someone's car. On on a provisional licence as well. <laughs> Uninsured. On a provisional licence. <laughs> Carrying four people in the car. Yeah, just just not a good scenario, is it? Goes to steer clear of that uh, can of worms and uh, and and feigned ignorance. No, mate, car was fine. I don't know. What, everything was great when we had it. Yeah. yeah. I hope you get it fixed. Anyway, I've got to go. See ya. <laughs> yeah. See you later, mate. See you work like, overtime for like the next month just to pay for it. Exactly. Yeah. And then he's gonna working with someone who detests you now, probably. But but he never found out. But if you're listening now, I'm sorry. It was a long time ago, in my in our defence. <laughs> yeah, and, and what 17-year-old man in their right frame of mind is intelligent? Um, thank you, thank you yeah, for that. Yeah, it's 20 years ago now. That's a long time. Wiser, don't play handball in the back of moving vans anymore. <laughs> I forgot about that. Or jack people off the street like you lot did to me one night. And all the people at the bus stop were freaking out. It looked that real that someone no, went to the house that I was staying at and knocked on the door, yeah. We pulled up in a white van with, like, balaclavas on at a bus stop. I might, I might add as well. Unmarked white van. Slid the door open, jumped out, threw him into the back, shut the door and sped off, wheel spinning. The people at the bus stop were freaking out. You, you knew this was going to happen. He didn't, no. No, he didn't. I had no clue. Literally, legitimately had no clue. I was just expecting him to pick me up. So I'm just standing there waiting for him. And all of a sudden, this man comes screeching out, open goes the door, 
him and John jump out. Big, massive guys. <laughs> grab me by the T-shirt, throw me in the back of the van so we hit the the other side to make a loud thump as I go into the van. They've jumped in, shut the door, go, 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 sped off down the road. And did anything else come of this? Never heard anything. I don't. No, I someone, <laughs> someone from one of my neighbours went to where I was living and said that your house mate has just been thrown into the back of a van. <laughs> so I get this text message. I told you about the text message. I got the text. I don't remember this. Yeah, I got a text message asking if I was okay, and I was like, "Yeah, why?" And they were like, "You got thrown into a van." Oh, yeah, it's just my mates fucking about. <laughs> I'm sure someone must have like called the police or something, right? Surely, yeah. You see a kidnapping. You know when you get those moments where you have to think about where you go. Did I just witness what I think I witnessed? Yeah, yeah. like no, that couldn't have happened. My brain must have. Am I sleeping? <laughs> <laughs> did I? Did I just see that? Yeah, I don't know, but yeah, I don't, I never heard anything about it, but yeah, you couldn't have been the only people that did stupid stuff like that, right? You mean like people who park beside cyclists and yell so loud that they fall off their bike? Yeah, that was things that we did as well. That might have been the same night, to be fair. Maybe. I mean, I'm pretty sure that's the same night that we played handball in the back and Wayne almost killed us. Yeah. We 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 we're in, so Wayne's just driving around in the van, and we're just playing handball in the back. You know, like you've got a score against the doors, I've got a score against the back seat. And for whatever reason, Wayne thought it would be the best idea ever to just slam the brakes on while he's doing like fifty or sixty miles an hour. Yeah, and the whole thing has gone in slow motion. Like I'm going flying towards like uh, John. And Phelan's ref, I think you're ref, right? I was, yeah. Yeah, so he's, so I'm like, like, <laughs> like this, going towards him. Phelan has like, slammed his head into the back seats. Like, just like, sideways like this. So if the whiplash, is just, he's just gone like, completely bent at the hips. And he's just gone, shaboom, into the back seats. I'm flying towards John, who smashed his head on the back seats. And I'm coming towards him like, I'm going to hit him. There's nothing I can do about this. I've kind of ducked like that. My neck and shoulders, yeah, I've tucked the chin. My neck and shoulders have hit the, 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 the chair, the back seats, and my knee has driven into John's face. Like, at... Uh, 50 or 60 mile an hour like a Mick Foley running knee to the bottom turnbuckle square into his face I'm pretty sure he's turned his head but I've I've hit him square in the face with my knee so he's probably got the worst of it I imagine because I'm flying towards him like just at whatever velocity we were doing I've smashed him in the face he's smashed into the seats like sideways and then I've hit the back of my head and neck and it's like tucked up underneath and everything. So we're all in the back of the, like, all in agony in different parts. Like, and, and Wade's just like, you are right. <laughs> yeah, just casually, you're like, you are right, guys? And they just carried on. <laughs> and we're all like dead in the back. I'm, how none of us got seriously injured, I have no idea. Like, one of us should have had a serious injury. At least a concussion for John, because you need him full pelt in the side of the head. I'm thinking like fractured cheekbone or something. Like, I mean, the full force of my knee has just smashed him in the face. Like, yeah. It's something different back then, you know? Yeah. Rubber and magic when you're younger, aren't you? You know? Whereas now, if I'd sleep, if I sleep wrong, then I'm like, oh my God, I'm basically dying. <laughs> Yeah, that's me and my ankle right now. I've woke up and my ankle just aches and it won't stop. Yeah, just randomly wake up during the, during the morning and go, right, I feel like shit today, brilliant, you know, everything hurts. Whereas to do stuff like that and basically just walked away going, that was weird, wasn't it? <laughs> Jumped out of a moving car? Yes, did that. We thought we killed him. Like he disappeared. He just like, 
disappeared like from sight and we were just like oh my god he went under the car he went under the car and I've just run him over he fell down a ditch on the side of the road (laughs) I just jumped out once was with Steve as well and he went oh we went to get into his car and he decided to try and be clever and pull a Yui and and I was I hadn't even shut the door or managed to put my seatbelt on and as he's gone flying round to do the U-turn it just shot me straight out the side of the car the one with me was voluntary, by the way. He voluntarily jumped out of the car. I didn't oh, make right. him do it. That's you weren't fine. going that quick, though, to be fair. I think maybe five or ten miles an hour, something like that. I wasn't going particularly quick. I don't have a complete death wish. Completely misjudged the uh, the, the speed of the ground. And as soon as his feet, he just went... <laughs> just right down the ditch. And, and we couldn't see him. And, yeah, we were just... I was certain that he just got dragged under the car and I just run him over and we were like oh my god oh my god oh my god we stopped the car like Felix he's like yeah I'm fine <laughs> and just down the ditch <laughs> yeah I went down the ditch thankfully probably just as well as I did otherwise I'd have ended up because when I opened the door I didn't quite realise how close to the ditch we actually were so as I've gone to go out obviously I've just gone straight down the side of the ditch crazy shit as kids man we did some stupid shit didn't we yeah, like I said now, like, you know, if I just fall asleep in my chair, you know, my neck is basically broken. <laughs> I mean, falling asleep in my chair is bad enough. How old am I? Jesus. Anyway, feeling, yeah, I don't know. I don't remember where it came from or how it started. Because it's, for me, it's kind of quite weird. Cause it's almost like I'm two different people. Because I'm known as Mike at work and anybody that I like socialise with outside of work. And then there's everybody that I grew up with, including my other half and the in-laws, and everybody from their side of family all call me by my surname. Quite a weird one. Uh, to be honest, I don't bother really correcting people, but with the kids, I don't know how I'd feel about them being called by their surnames. For me, it's normal, but for them, it's like, not sure. You're like your mum and dad. Not so much. I mean, I'm not going to shut the door in someone's face if they... have <laughs> become the thing you hated most. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that, but I'd rather they... Supposed to bring balance to the force, feeling... It is. They're called by their names. That brings the balance. I think I'd care what people called my... That's what you call them by, then. My oldest is Justin, and I don't like him being called Just. absolutely detest that. I wouldn't really call someone Just anyway, that's... Yeah, Yeah, a couple of his friends do, and I'm like, oh, no. If I was really going to shorten it, I'd just call him Jay. Yeah, exactly. That, you know, Jay, not just. In. (laughs) Boy, in. (laughs) (laughs) I wouldn't. If I knew someone, Justin, who was my friend, I probably wouldn't shorten it. I'd actually make it longer. I'd be like, oh, just incredible, or just in time, or something like that, you know? Sorry, I don't mean to be, like, bullied. I know, you're good. Just incredible. But I just think just is just like a, such a weird way to shorten a name. I wouldn't shorten it, like... No. But I thought I'd, you know, stir the topic of where my name actually <laughs> is called by this. Reminiscing in there. Um, I'm just trying to think. I mean, would you be happy if people called you by your surname, Tom? Um, You think you've got a surname that's cool enough to just be a name? Yeah. I've... I've... People have called me Bridger for the years, not the extent of Phelan. But yeah, I've been called Bridger a few times. Yeah, my bosses at work calls me Bridger a lot. That sounds demeaning. Yeah, I was gonna Boy, say that, Bridger. Yeah, like you've been told off, I think. Yeah, I, don't, I, I, I honestly don't like it that much. There was there was a period in when I was in like the Middle Eastern countries. Morocco and Saudi Arabia, where they'd call me Driscoll, uh, but they'd say it like Driscoll because cool means eat in Arabic. Cool. So cool means to eat. So they'd, they'd call me Driscoll. They'd say it'd be like, oh, it's, it's Driscoll eating. And I was like, okay, wouldn't that be Driscoll cool? <laughs> but I'm like, okay, it's fine. You can call me Driscoll if you wanted, you know, that doesn't bother me. It doesn't bother me what people call me, but it's just, it's not a name that's really, I don't know, it's not easy to say. Rich has surely got to be easier to say than Driscoll. Yeah, I always thought Driscoll was a bit weird. I never 
Oi, that's my name, you bastard. <laughs> no, the shortened so version. The, who, 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 who's uh, with a name like the Lan? How, who are you to say my name is weird? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say your name. I said Driss is a weird one. No, I agree with you. I don't think it's a very good name to call someone by their surname. It's not a not impactful enough, and it's not easy enough to say. I mean, if people want to call me by my surname, that's fine, but I just don't think it will go very well, personally. I'm one of these people that I don't really care what you call me as long as I know that you're talking to me. Like, so my sister, so my sister, my eldest sister, calls me Hank. Yes, I do remember that. So that came about because so it was when we were younger, I think maybe like 15, 16, something like that. My little sister, Hannah, my youngest sister, um, she had a dream, apparently. And the next morning, she said, oh, I had a dream that we had a brother, another brother last night, and we called him Hank. And then Becca, my, my eldest sister, turned around and said, well, we can just call Richard Hank. And then I said, and I remember this specifically, yeah, that's not going to last more than a week. And it's been 20-odd years now, and she still calls me Hank. It's stuck. Remember the first time I met your sister, she was calling you Hank. So it's obviously been going on for a while. Called me Richard once last year, and it was weird. Oh. It was genuinely like, what? Like, I, my name has never rung in my ears so much in my entire life than, than that point where she called me Richard. But for anybody else that kind of... If any of you lot or any, like, Steph or anybody else calls me Michael, it doesn't... Or Mike, it doesn't... Like that, it doesn't fit. Doesn't see... It's, it's really jarring, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. You're never more aware of your name than at that specific moment in time. And you're just like, whoa, what? Because <laughs> I remember working, I say, when I... working at McDonald's, everybody, everybody there called me by my surname. I think that's probably because we introduced you. <laughs> because of you and Andy and a few people that I'd obviously met through playing football and whatnot. But when I started in Halford, I was known by my, I was known as Mike, and it took me a long time to kind of get comfortable with that in that kind of work setting. When you get used to something and then all of a sudden they revert back to normal, yeah, it was really odd. You going to say, Tom? I do try and call you Mike occasionally. But yeah, it does feel weird when I do it. I don't think I ever really noticed what you call him, to be fair. Really? Yeah, I don't think it's something that really registers with me. Like, what do you call him? Do you call him Felix? Yeah, because everyone else is doing it. Well, the cool kids are doing it. <laughs> but uh, where we were recording earlier, he called me Mike. I did, yeah. Yeah, I was going to say, because I don't... I don't necessarily, like, think... Do you call him feeling? That's not something that I'm aware of in my head that I'm like, oh yeah, he calls him feeling as well. So it's always kind of like, I always kind of assumed you called him Mike anyway. Yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> it was usually feeling Mike more than not. Or Fee. Um, That's the other thing. Obviously I get a lot from everybody. It's Fee. I've never called you Fee. Uh, I don't know. Uh, Wayne does. And people like Steph and her parents call me Fee. Occasionally, on occasions. Do you ever struggle to keep it in line, or is it just like a, it's a natural kind of thing? For, I'd say for the for anybody that knows me outside of generally outside of work, um, yeah, it's always been fee or feeling. It's not. It's been like that for as long as I can kind of remember. But the people that I've made, the friends that I've made, I've made through through work, it's always Mike. And the weird distinction is um, when those kind of groups into mix a little bit one of the people i know from carphone when i worked there lee um he was talking to steph and steph obviously refers to me as fee or fee and he's referring to me as mike and then he ends up tripping over himself sometimes trying to work out what he's actually going to call me because when he's t interacting with some of her friends when we went out for the birthday they're all calling me fee she's calling me mike he got a little bit confused about what was going on and do you like michael i like the name no, not you. oh Feel him, Mike. No. Oh, so I called you Michael. No. We already said this at the beginning. I asked him because he corrected himself. He started calling himself Michael and then quickly went, Mike, Mike, Mike. And it was like, do you not like Michael? Just doesn't no, feel normal or natural. Not a big fan of Thomas. And also people spell it wrong and it drives me a bit potty. 
Michelle. <laughs> yeah. And no, it's an A E L, not an E A L. It winds me up when people do that. Strange that people do do that. Yeah, they, a lot of people do it. I thought just leave the A out entirely if you're going to try and do like Michael like that. You just leave the A completely out, wouldn't you? Rather than putting it in the wrong place. I don't know. Uh, I don't know, but it, it really well, it really winds me up. It's a. Uh... <laughs> yeah, Mikhail. I don't know, my brother used to call him Mikhail. Mikhail. Yeah. Mikhail. I mean, that's actually technically what it would have been originally. Like, it's. I'm assuming it's like a Hebrew-y kind of name. No, I would imagine. I would imagine so. If you probably looked up where it came from, it's probably it. To be honest, I've never really looked that far. I know my surname was is of German ancestry. That's about it. Yeah. But it's been through four different spellings since it's been in the UK. Yeah, plus it's anglicised now as well, isn't it? Like I'm done after the First World War. Same thing with the um, Driscoll. Like why you get like um, O Driscoll and Driscoll. I mean, it's technically it's the same name, but it's like some people came over here and they dropped the O because they didn't really want to be seen as Irish and during yeah. the time and. And then other people were like, no, we're Irish. And then in America, because they all went through Ellis Island, um, and obviously the people taking down their names had no idea how to spell or understand their accents. You've got you've got Driscoll, Driskill, Driskale, you know, they're they're all like there's like loads of different Driscolls in, in America as well, in the US, but they're they're all they're all the same name. It's a clan name, basically. So they're all from the same. That issue when you were travelling in the states of people like completely just misspelling or mispronouncing your surname. No one really asked me my surname. Hotels or hostel. Well, I didn't know if you like when you're registering for hotels or hostels or places to stay, whether they were just like. Most places just ask for your passport, and they just copied it off your passport anyway. So, so I didn't really have that big a problem. I don't think the. Yeah, the the main problem I had in the US wasn't about my name, it was my accent. Everyone thought I was Australian. Every single person I met thought I was Australian. And I got sick of it after a while. <laughs> I was so annoyed because I was like, you know, love actually told me that everyone loves a British accent and, and now everyone thinks I'm fucking Australian. You really took that scene as gospel. Well, I can tell you they do like, they Americans do like English accents because when I went, to San Antonio to watch some basketball for a few days. I went there uh, with a couple of people. When they re- when they heard us speaking, like we got loads of just free stuff. I got free stuff at a baseball game because everyone thought I was Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> so I had I had people coming up to me asking me for photos, and I was like, "Huh, what?" And they were like, "Whoa, what?" No. no, this was in Memphis. Yeah, it was in Tennessee, definitely. And yeah, they were like people were coming up to me asking me for my autograph. People were asking me for photos, and then when I was talking, they were just like, "Wait, you do what?" Like the the short circuit on their face was just like, "What? No, what? this is not right." Uh. But yeah, so um, yeah, that I got confused with Dirk Nowitzki and I got a, I got a free um uh can't remember what it's called but it's like it's basically just battered fried sugar um with sugar sprinkled on the top of it but I got a free one of them so that was good I got a free drink and a, and a free baseball cap that sounds like most American foods to be fair but no I we got to meet like the fucking good though we got to meet the San Antonio cheerleaders and got some up seat upgrades and free drinks and free entry into a nightclub and free VIP. Loads of stuff for just being English. Oh, no. I didn't get any of that. Everyone was just going, where are you from? I'm from Britain. And they're like, oh, I thought you were Australian. <laughs> we did. Are you Australian? No, for fucking Australian. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> so the stereotypical tomato, potato thing came up in just about every other person that you spoke to and that got annoying after a while. I didn't get any of that. I didn't get any of the stereotypical, do you know the Queen? Do you know um, 
know, whomever whomever the big English person at the time may have been. I didn't get any of that. I didn't get... Didn't get asked if I knew the Queen. We were asked if we knew David Beckham, which was amusing. Yeah, whatever, whoever it might have been at that moment in time, that was the big... He'd just gone to LA Galaxy, long gone to LA Galaxy, did he say? get asked any of that. I didn't get asked to pronounce certain things or anything. All I just kept asking was, are you from Australia? Like, oh my God, I swear to God, I'm going to burn the whole country of Australia to the fucking ground. Hey, my sister lives there. She will pay too. <laughs> yes. But yeah, that's all I kept getting. And, and that was really disheartening. But the one time that someone did turn around and say that they loved us, I got some action. Ah, uh, fair enough. Actually, twice I got some action. That's because the one of the women knew that I was British straight away. Mum was British. Fair enough. And on that note, are we good? Yep. I was going to say you missed your your calling in life. You could have been a dirt and a whiskey lookalike. Dirt and a whiskey lookalike, yeah. wouldn't go down so well in this country. I'd have to move to the US because everyone would be like, who? <laughs> yep, very much. <laughs> but yeah, I always, want, I always wanted to know if Dirk saw it as well. Because I do. I see the, the resemblance. I always wanted to know if Dirk saw it. I think I know that. Yeah, I was going to say, what are you going to do? Email a uh, direct message him on Twitter and go, what do you look alike? Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, what else would you do? I don't know. It's a bit stalkerish. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm, people contact people on Twitter and stuff for far weirder things. I'm sure. Yeah. I saw you, like, riding a bike down my street the other day. Sure, a lot weirder than that. I couldn't think of anything weird, to be honest with you. Weirdness. That doesn't rank as that weird. I'm, I'm trying to think about like weird things that people would say to celebrities that the celebrities would actually reply to. If, I'm, if I write to a celebrity and say, I want to wear your face on my <laughs> testicles, I'm pretty sure they're not going to respond to me. Whereas if I turn around and say... It could happen, though. I mean, what? That they reply? Or that someone wears their face? You never know. They never know. Anyway, yeah, I would message him on like Twitter or something and then see what he says. But I did an Instagram post after that baseball game because so many people came up to me. I asked people, do you reckon, do you see the likeness? And a few people went, yeah, I see you look, you look, I see it very similar. So there is an Instagram post of it. Oh, I might have to find it. Maybe one day... That will get to Dirk. I don't know. Maybe pin, maybe pin it to the show's description. Yeah. Dirk. Yeah, I will do that. And you can let me know. Fine guest. Anyway, are we good? Yep. Yeah. This week, I had a subject, again, saying doesn't have to be very big or very important or stuff like that. Get people talking. I mean, he started about a name and look where we got with that. Um... Been hot as balls this week, gentlemen. Would you agree? Uh, yeah, I've got the sunburn to prove it. My question is the age-old question because it came up last week in a conversation with my mum as well. Gentlemen, would you rather be too hot or too cold? My simple oracle question for you there. What do you find more comfortable, being too hot or too cold? None of them, because I'm English. Not to the... Well, well, yeah, good point, yeah. We <laughs> hate all kinds of weather, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. We're just conditioned to hate... If it's raining, we whinge about it. If it's cold, we whinge about it. If it's hot, we really whinge about it. So, you know, that kind of just sums us up as a uh, continent. Continent? <laughs> as a people. As a people, yes. Yeah, the conversation come up because most people turn around and say, oh, I would always be rather too cold because you can put on more clothes and more layers and warm yourself up and things like that. But whoever says that is lying because it doesn't help. You're still freaking cold. Heating on. That's when you start warming up. Putting more clothes on never helps. No, exactly. Yeah. It's actually a bad thing to do anyway because to warm up, you're supposed to be able to trap heat between the clothes, which is what helps you warm up. If you wear too many layers, you're not trapping enough heat, so your body will never actually warm up. Also, I'm not talking about, like, I'm slightly cold, so I'm going to put on a jumper. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about deep in the depths of winter, 
at its coldest where you're outside and you are freezing your bollocks off. So every day I step out. So every day in the winter I step outside. Pretty much, yeah. But you, but you know those. There are those days in the winter where it's like it's cold, but it's like a crisp cold. It's not like a humid cold, you know. So it's like it's quite nice. It's you, you don't feel too cold, but there's a crispness in the air. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the horrible, horrible, like damp, really super cold, cold. Because yeah. My parents, my mum specifically, uh, says that she would always be rather too cold because she can put on the layers. But my argument to this is that if I'm too hot, I'm not, there's no chance of me ever being in pain from it, sunburn aside. But like, if I catch my fingers or something, or if I catch my ear, I'm not in absolute agony from that like can happen when I'm too cold so think about when you're really really cold and your fingers are like like burning and you accidentally catch them on something and you're like oh my god that is the most pain I've ever felt in my entire life or someone flicks your ear or something like that oh I hate that that doesn't happen if you're too hot like you get uncomfortable I mean, sunburn aside, obviously, you can catch sunburn, that's fine. But I'm not necessarily talking about being outside. So, for instance, a lot of us are inside and it's hot as balls. We're not necessarily outside and it's hot as balls. You can be inside and it's freezing cold, but you can also be outside and it's free. You know what I mean? So, I'm not talking about sunburn. I'm just talking about your temperature, not the effects of the sun. I mean, I can also die of hypothermia if I'm too... But yeah, you can also die of heat stroke if you're too hot. Yeah, but yeah. I'm, so I'm not talking about like the the fact that I can get sunburn because of course that is painful. You know, painful. I get that totally. I mean, I can, but I can be too hot without being sunburned. But I can't be too cold without risk of pain of like my ears or my nose or my fingertips or something like that you know or my feet get really cold and your feet are so cold that, you know, like this little touch on something just sends pain through your feet. Nah. <laughs> I'm not seeing this at all. To be honest. No. You've never been that cold? No. Sorry, have you, like, had a childhood and a life? Yeah. Or were you locked up in a room for your childhood? Yeah, but, you know, I know people say the same about when you're cold. Put the heating on, or put some clothes on, or whatever. Warm up. I don't know. It was just a. I've always thinking, been a predominantly know. cold individual. Dark-hearted, cool. Yeah, totally. No, I've just like, always, always to, really uh, felt the cold. And don't get me wrong, I like a little bit of sun, you know, in spring or whatever. But summer's just too hot balls for me. But I mean, if you like, like younger like did you never go out and like in the snow and have like snowball fights to the point where your hands were like really cold and then you came back in and got chill blains in them yeah um, yeah so that's what i'm talking about you literally just said no i've never seen that yeah i was gonna say when has there been enough snow to be able to go outside and have a full-blown snowball fight to get your hands so cold you'll get chill blades loads of times thank you very much i remember when i was working at the roofing center we'd actually have snowball fights because there was so much snow that we could, we would have snowball fights with the other businesses around us. So there has been plenty of times, and that's obviously, that's within the past, what, 15 years? How old am I now? I don't remember. But it's it's been since I've been an adult, so there are times where there is enough snow, and I'm sure that there has been times when I was a kid as well. Put gloves on. <laughs> Okay, so you're too hot. Take clothes off. For the normal yeah, viewing audience, Richard just rolled his eyes at Tom's comment of put gloves on. Just throw that out there. Like, He's missing the point. Someone says put more clothes on when you're cold. Okay, well, take all your clothes off when you're hot. You're still hot. Yeah, and I'm still cold even with putting all these clothes on. As cold, though. <laughs> I think... Debatable. You don't know how cold I am. I think your body's more conditioned to warming up than it is to cooling down. Because, you know, when you're cold, you shiver, and that's your body's way of trying to raise 
um, your core temperature. And you obviously do that a lot more and a lot longer than you do when you sweat. Because eventually you stop sweating. You get so hot that you actually just stop sweating because the water just evaporates as soon as it hits your head. Maybe you do, but I feel like I'm constantly sweating. <laughs> yeah, there's been times when I've been out running where I just stop sweating. I've got, obviously, my core temperature has gone up high enough that I stop sweating. No, I just don't sweat a lot. And eventually it just, it just stops sweating. But I, yeah. And then eventually I, I come to again after passing out and, and I'm fine. <laughs> just get up and carry on running. But no, I just think in general, your body is better at trying at more conditions at fighting against the cold than it is against fighting against hot weather. Hey, but you're both missing my point. Which would you rather be? Not like which one is easier to battle. It's which one would you rather be? Would you rather be too hot or would you rather be too cold? Oh, too cold. Cause you, yeah, because you can still, when you're, too cold at least you can still kind of function and there are things you can do to warm up when you're too hot it's a lot harder to cool yourself down and still function correctly completely the opposite i would always rather be too hot because i know that there's no risk of being in pain just sitting still and my ears are so cold that they just throb or my fingers are so cold that as soon as I come in from the cold, the chill blains just start and the, my fingers and hands are killing me. It doesn't happen when I'm too hot. I just, I'm just too hot and I just come in and I'm just hot still. No, not any risk of like, I'm just sitting still and all of a sudden my ears are just like throbbing from the pain of being too hot. It's just like, is there a bit warm? Yeah, I think it's just oh, the, the, uh, the pain of being too hot. Yeah, the pain of being too hot is your muscles cramping, and that's painful as shit. It doesn't happen to me. The only the only risk of like pain being too hot is, as you said, um, heat stroke or sunburn. Sunburn's fine. Just don't go outside. Um, if I do go outside, cover up. You know, if I get heat stroke, then I can battle that quite easily because I just don't get heat stroke i just drink a lot and stay cool just i generally find the heat more comfortable um like i mean but i have a i have my fan on my room in december so you know i'm always too hot just me as a person well i sleep with a duvet all year round even if it's like 40 degrees outside me too one of one of them that fleecy type of duvet as well i sleep with that all year round yeah, I've got like a 12-tog duvet that I have, regardless of whether it's 40 degrees outside or not. Because I can't sleep without it. I can't sleep with the windows open. I can't sleep with a fan on. have to sleep under a duvet. I can totally sleep with the windows open and a fan on. That's not a problem. The only problem is is that the situation that occurred last night, when you get massive bugs coming into your room, I had a no. ginormous spider running across these curtains and bearing in mind I'm sitting just there watching TV the spider was massive and it just like ran across the curtains that freaked that wouldn't stop me from yeah. sleeping I think that would freak most people out but apparently not Tom Tom's like a like, ice water in his veins here Mr. Cool it's a big spider but then I wouldn't think about it for five minutes later no I had to catch it if you're not expecting it though it will still make you jump Oh, if yeah, you're suddenly just yeah. if you're just watching TV and then this big ass spider either ran across or either ran across like your arm or your chest or ran in front of your TV, but like, uh, fuck was that? Yeah. yeah, it freaked me out, and then I wanted to catch it to get it out of my room. Not, not necessarily. I mean, I wouldn't be able to sleep with it, but it's more just because I don't want it freaking me out again. Well, you're not gonna sleep. You're not gonna sleep with it laying next to you, no. Exactly, yeah. It's just, I mean, if it freaked me out just running across the curtains while I was awake watching TV, you know, imagine if it ran across my foot or something while I'm asleep. That would terrify me, you know. So, and I'm a really shit sleeper anyway. So, you know, something like that waking me up again is going to suck. Do you guys find it easier to sleep in the, in the heat? In the heat? I can sleep where, wherever, whenever. If I'm, The thing is, if I'm warm, if, I'm, if I get warm, I'll fall asleep. Doesn't matter. So sleep, sleep. That's the one thing for me. Hot or cold, sleeping has never been a problem for me. It's about the one thing. It's about the only thing I really do well in all weathers. I struggle more in summer. 
Makes no difference. I'm a shit sleeper anyway. So hot or cold, I sleep like crap. I, that last thunderstorm that we had, the really large one, I slept right through it. Didn't even know. Didn't even know it happened. Oh, now that I actually like because I love thunderstorms. I find them so relaxing. But it- thunder and lightning. Doesn't no, it puts me to sleep. The only time I can sleep really well is like when there's like heavy rain outside or like a thunderstorm or something. Genuinely, really well because it relaxes me and it kind of puts me to sleep. Yeah, but it's because you're listening to it, so it's a, it's a repetitive sound. I suffer from um, tinnitus as well. Oh, that can't be fun. No, uh, it's it's not, uh, and it flare up quite badly sometimes. Uh, not all the time. Sometimes I I can ignore it pretty easily. But sometimes extremely loud, and that will keep you awake. So I have like um, a rain sound emulator on my phone, so that when it does flare up that badly, I put my phone onto that rain sound, and that helps soothe it a little bit. Which is why I think the rain, the natural rain and thunderstorms and everything like that, helps put me to sleep. For that reason as well. It gives you something else to focus on. That's why, because you're you're focusing on that that sound rather than the um sound of the um the the tinnitus sound you're focusing on the the repetitive patter yeah it has to be a nice repetitive sound like if it's uh, if it's a sound that's really inconsistent or wavy thank you yeah inconsistent yeah then like that will just pop up every now and again like a dog barking or something like that yeah that will just yeah that distracts me so much and i can't focus my brain just won't shut off then yeah, to answer your question, hot or cold doesn't really make that diff- much of a difference to me because I'm a shit sleeper anyway. So, and I and I and I just love my sleep. I so say if I get warm, like really warm and like cozy, I will sleep anywhere. Hell, I can sleep in a boot of a car, which I've done many times after uh, we've been places, which, as Richard will know, driving down somewhere with feeling in the boot and he's fallen asleep. <laughs> yeah, that's happened many times. Just driving with people in the boot. That was crazy. Okay. Well, we're going to take this to one last place and then we'll wrap it up, gentlemen. So, with that being said, where would you rather die? Being too cold or being too hot? So, would you rather die being trapped in a freezer or being trapped in a sauna? Oh. (laughs) You put it like that, mate. Um, Yeah, that's that's a very um, uncomfortable death either way, isn't it? Can you really choose? Freezer would be less painful. Yep, I'm totally the other way around. I would rather die of being too cold than too hot because there gets a point where your body just doesn't recognize the cold anymore and you end up just basically passing out anyway. Whereas if you're too hot, you are always aware that it's too hot and then pass out. (laughs) There's no point of relief like there is with hyperthermia. Like, But hyperthermia is weird because it's got something in it called paradoxical undressing. I don't know if you've ever heard of that. No. Really weird. So most hyperthermia victims are found like naked or close to naked. They're basically stripping off their clothes. It's something your body does that once you get so cold, your body now thinks it's hot, it's too hot, and it wants to strip off. Oh, wow. Um, so this is actually something that most hyperthermia victims do is they end up stripping and taking their clothes. Um, and then eventually you just go to sleep because... Yeah, it's because it's the body not knowing what it's doing. So it, it goes into that. That mode. Once you get through the initial biting cold, which is the point that I'm talking about initially, that I don't like. I don't like that bit. That's the bit that I would rather not have. But once you get through that, apparently it's quite a pleasant. A yeah. Pleasant whereas day. if if you're in a sauna, you'll be very aware that you're going to be. Uh, things will start sticking. You you just yeah, it's just no, and your skin will start to boil at that point anyway. Starts to burn and peel and you get very very thirsty and you get headaches um and things like that dehydration causes headaches just think how painful sunburn is and then magnify that by a thousand billion the sauna to it kills you you convinced me i think <laughs> i was always leaning that side but but yeah convinced you to die of being too cold yeah probably not in time so we're all pretty much in agreement with that then yeah yeah i would say so i think that's a i, I think that's cut and dry to a degree. I think you have to be a pretty sick individual to want to die of being trapped in a sauna. A little bit. <laughs> By knowingly start giving yourself third degree burns, you just be like, I've had enough friction burns to know that they're painful enough without the rest of it. Thank you very much. Like, 
disproportionately painful. Not be as painful as they are. That's ridiculous. Yeah, do you remember the one I got um, at school after I um, slid on that basketball court? On my that on your hip. Oh, your knee. I remember the big one you got on your hip that went down your thigh. Yeah. Yeah, you used to get friction burns. Yeah. Crazy. You just like sliding everywhere, didn't you, basically? I did, yes. Kind of made peace with me. But yeah, but that, that one on my hip was gnarly. I forgot about that one, to be fair. I remember the one, the one at school on the basketball court was on my knee, but I forgot about that one on my hip. One on your knee, but yeah, I remember the one on your hip. It was like massive on the side of you, and it just went all the way down by to your knee. <laughs> it's like... That was not. I'd forgot about that. That, that yeah. That, now you said it like that's a gnarly burn. Sorry, brought the memories flooding back. I repressed this. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine, gentlemen. I don't mind if we didn't get much of a conversation out of that. That was a just a little something that a little a little flavour flavour. It's a great matter working. Bit, little bit topical as well, and uh, good. Cool. Well it for this week uh tom doesn't have a topic as we said but that's fine he'll come back strong next time it's not a problem um but yeah thank you very much for joining me guys um so if you'd like to do your sign-offs for me please tom catch you later no i'm tom obviously no anyway i could be that as well be whatever you want it to be man find your niche find your own way yeah Tell you who, 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 and what you should be. You be the strong, independent woman you've always seen yourself as. Feeling? <laughs> can you sign up for me, please? Yeah, I have been feeling. I will see you on the other side. And I have been Richard, allegedly. Um, hey. And yeah, well, you didn't take it. I'm going to nick it now. So because I need to stop telling people to go fuck themselves. So <laughs> allegedly. allegedly, yeah. So. Well, <laughs> There's a topic for another day, ain't it? This is the second coming, man. We need to be a little bit more Messiah-like in this. So telling people to not go fuck themselves is being Messiah-like? Would you say Jesus told people to go fuck themselves? How do you know? But I'm just saying, it doesn't seem like something he would do, does it? There you go, see? The fact that you've just compared yourself to Jesus is a concern. <laughs> no, 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 my friend. I compared Jesus to me. Allegedly. Oh, allegedly. Yeah, anyway, I've been Richard, allegedly. This has been Chapter 3 of The Second Coming of the Bibble. Uh, and until next time, allegedly. Um, and until next time, we will see you then. So we're going to walk off again, feeling You can do whatever you want to do. You talk if you want. It's basically going to fade out anyway. He's doing the camera Tony thing. But if he wants to talk, he can talk. No problem. Let's go. Let's do it. Uh, we're gonna go. I can't hear you anymore anyway, so you can say where the hell you want. Right? And then we're gonna go. Try out 742 Evergreen Terrace on Google Play, iTunes and Spotify. Part of Rich Tea Entertainment.